deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. The Enough Super Villains Podcast. This is DL joined by Eister, Margin, and this is Ray Ray. And this is episode 50. Yay! Woo! We, we, what do you mean, woo? Woo. <laughs> I expected a little more enthusiasm, damn it. He's a millennial. What do you want? Exactly. What do you want from him? Uh, this is true. I, I forgot the, you know, the, <laughs> these annoying little bastards. Uh, <laughs> but you're a young black man and I'm going to be nice to you because y'all y'all need it. Yeah, yes, we do. We we always need it. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. I know Maja and I have seen it. Reagan and Heister don't plan to see when they see us. I can't do it. I, I don't can't. blame you. I I saw you. I saw it. I binged it, and it was rough. I've only watched yeah. the first episode. In all honesty, I can't get just like it's it's tough to put on. I'm, in all honesty, yeah. that's why I'm happy I binged it because I didn't know if I could keep doing it. <laughs> it's, it's it's rough. It's it's real rough. Yeah, uh, it's a docu series. I suggest people see, but understand that it's a bit rough. Um, I saw a Facebook post with. A couple of them were people saying it never should have been made because it's just going to serve to upset people. Yeah. But I'm in disagreement because it also highlights a big issue that we talked about back in 2017. I believe the episode, and I'm not completely 100% sure, is the episode called Vibrating Black Fist. That was well before yes. your time, Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've even made it back that far. And I listened to a bunch of episodes while I was driving on my road trip to California and back. Oh, nice. Thank you. Increase You're our listens. But uh, <laughs> in that, we talked about how young black men are seen as older. Like oh, yeah. a study where police were looking at photos of black boys and they will place an eight-year-old as a 12-year-old. A 12-year-old is like a 20-year-old, which is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And what I liked about when they see us, it had kids playing those kids. They didn't right. do the Hollywood thing of putting a 30-year-old and saying they're 15. Yeah. It was, you got to see the, type, the, the people that, the, the young boys that they saw as these animals and monsters. It's just shocking to see ba basically babies being treated like that. Yeah. You know, my, my friend posts about it all the time. He has two uh, teenage boys, two or three teenage boys, and they're big athletic boys. Um, and he's had to explain to cops on numerous occasions that these are little kids you're talking to like that. And it's crazy to me because the same person that a cop can look at and say that's a 20 year old man I look at my nephew and I can tell you that he's clearly only like you know 16 it's, yeah it's crazy that they can't I think they do it on purpose nobody is that stupid they just 
there's no way they could look at that baby and be like, that's a grown ass man right there. Well, in the survey that studied a bunch of cops, they were looking at photos and just saw older, bigger. And that explains why they're so fucking intimidated by us. But I'm like, it's a fucking baby. It's part of that, that sort of, I would, I don't want to say dehumanization, but that's part of it, but it's, it is part of that. It's part of that. I just think back to the Darren Wilson thing where he was referring, you know, to a kid as a demon. Yeah. And it's a kid. Like if you ever see, if you see any pictures of him, it's a kid, it's a chubby cheeked baby faced kid. Just a baby. And you know, I hate to bring it up, but we were bred to be bigger and stronger. That is, they did this. They literally picked the biggest, strongest slaves they had and forced them to make babies so that they Mm -hmm. could get big, strong workers. So you can't turn around and look at the results and get angry at something you did. (laughs) You know what? You did. You know, take everything about the black condition right in America right now and every races thought they have they created (laughs) they created the system of keeping us in poverty that leads to survival crimes and resentment oh that was a big thing in the uh when they see us it was how the press painted it as black young black men getting back at rich white people the whole wilding thing i was like oh this is so Uh. gross my comic book store I stopped going to because at Wakanda Con, young black man tried to steal a comic book from, from him and he didn't get kicked out of the convention. It's like, these people won't kick this man out. He stole from us. They snapped a picture of him and put it on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm like, that kid is maybe 18 years old. And they didn't kick him out because mm-hmm. they were giving him something we don't get often. Oh my God. A second That's chance. The same there was a lot of exhibits and stuff there to inspire young black people to get into various fields, like from from the arts to the sciences. Comic book stores being there were just there. It wasn't about them and them being able to sell their fucking products. So yeah, a comic book store that I was a big fan of for a number of years. I'm like, right. yeah, I'm never exactly. going back there. Uh-huh. What comic shop? Uh, Alley Cat Comics in Andersonville. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> also in that episode, or I might be wrong, and it was two different episodes. We talked about a study from the Georgetown Law Center on poverty and inequity. They did a study called Girlhood Interrupted, the Erasure of Black Girls' Childhood. And in it, data showed that adults typically perceived black girls between the ages of five and 14 to be more adult-like and less innocent than their white peers. The Rue from Hunger Games incident. Mm. (laughs) Remember that? Oh, she got shot. Yeah, I remember. I remember. No. Wait, I, I don't I don't think I know what you're talking about right now. During the Hunger Games movie, the little girl Rue, in the books, even though she was described as black, mm-hmm. the fact that they called her innocent, mm-hmm. many Hunger Games readers took it as she was white. So when they casted her the way she looked in the book... White racists went on a war path on Twitter going, oh, I couldn't get into the movie because Rue was black. Rue was supposed to have been innocent. Hmm, that's racist. Oh, yeah. That's a spicy kind of racist. 
<laughs> oh my god, are you serious? Well, you know, um, I think I actually can see where that comes from to a certain degree. I mean, how people's yeah. minds think because during the R. Kelly trials um, and everything going on with that, a lot of people are defending it, saying that the girls were fast. That's that's a big saying in the black community that they're fast. When really it's just the little girl living her life, not doing anything at all. Um, it's just this perception that's pushed upon them. Um, they could be wearing shorts down to their knees and, you know, full T-shirts and someone's still going to call them fast because they have a certain shape body. Once again, it's going back to how we were bred um, during slavery. This is nothing that the children can control. They can't control being bigger and more muscular and the girls can't control having curvier hips and developing earlier. It's absolutely ridiculous, though, because you can look at those people and see they're absolutely just children. And you're absolutely right, because, yeah, they're getting called fast because older men are looking at them now and giving them attention. And a kid getting attention will just like the attention. Right. Kids like attention. And it's basically adults putting their right. own bullshit on children. Yeah. Heister, back in that episode, called it fast. Right projecting their their desires yeah you don't you don't you don't judge the adults that yeah. are attracted to the young girls you're judging the young girls right and you know it's not just um black girls it's a lot like uh the whole thing with ariana uh grande when the uh preacher groped her oh yeah at was franklin's service yeah, everybody was blaming her look what she was wearing look how she dances look how she she's an entertainer that's her job you know, um, but to blame her for him being turned on by her young body and groping her is just absolutely disgusting. Nah, yeah, yeah. that was he was pretty gross. And the way Bill Clinton was oh, looking God. at it was uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was oh, peak Bill Clinton right there. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> well, they said back during that initial survey. A study that they were going to follow it up and they did and published the results last month in May with the follow-up article listening to black women and girls lived experience of adultification bias and in it black women were basically like oh so all the problems we've been telling you we've been having <laughs> yeah this is a follow-up study to a study that should have been pretty much pointless but then again getting quantified data should help to change things, but of course it won't. Uh, but they, in this study, they, uh, let me stop saying, uh, so goddamn, uh, much. They, uh, surveyed <laughs> uh, women and girls between the ages of 12 and 60. And they gave their experiences with being biased against and seen as older, what they called adultification. And they say the adultification is linked to harsher treatment and higher standards for black girls than other girls. The negative stereotype of black women are mapped on girls, which can lay the foundation for adultification, you know, basically saying that they're, the word attitude comes up a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have to be very careful of how you say things or else people nine times out of 10, if you don't have a fake smile plastered on your face and you don't sugarcoat everything, oh, she got an attitude. Exactly. You know? <laughs> It could lead educators to treating black girls differently and making them develop differently. The uh, norms of white femininity are projected and expected on black girls. 
I'm not even sure how the hell that works. I, I don't even know how to wrap my mind around that, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I guess it's dresses, the way they dress, maybe? Maybe. But that, that yeah. doesn't make that much sense. Yeah, that doesn't... Does it go but back? that's crazy because you'll see little 14-year-old white girls with full contour makeup on looking 20 with Daisy Dukes on in tank tops and nobody says a damn thing. But let a little black girl wear a tank top and the same pair of shorts but a little bit longer because her mama won't let her leave the house half-dressed with no makeup on. But she's the problem. She's fast, you know. Oh. It's really messed up. Lollapalooza's coming and whenever I'm coming from the suburbs... I, I'm just like, oh, who let their babies out like this? Yeah, again, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm not trying to police anybody's bodies or anything, but it's like, please put some pants on, put some goddamn like, come clothes on. on, girls. Seriously, I and and the thing is, your shorts should be longer than your underwear, ladies. Yeah, like yeah, and, and I'm like, these are babies, and of course they're doing underage drinking and everything, so it's yeah. just awful. But. Then again, those are just kids being kids. But yeah. if they're black, they're being problems. I, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 But so, I mean, also at the same time, wear whatever you want, but uh, put some clothes on. But I'm sorry. If you're a kid, be a goddamn kid. Well, also, Stop trying to grow up so goddamn right. fast. Enjoy well, it while see, you can. It's not, policing, it's not policing their bodies if it's still a child. You, as the parent and as the adult, are supposed to be setting appropriate guidelines for them. So it's it's not policing their bodies or anything because they're still children and they need guidance. Now, if those same girls still want to dress that way when they're 18 plus, yeah. go for it, honey. I'm at the... Live your best life. But before that, no, put on some clothes and act like a child. <laughs> yeah, 18-year-olds, 14-year-olds are disgusting. Uh, and then you see guys staring at them and I'm like, you nasty motherfucker, leave that baby alone. What the fuck? I glare at them and I Me make too. uncomfortable eye contact until they stop looking. No. Yeah. So America has a problem with black people. That, that's putting it mildly. <laughs> that's projected upon our children. I mean, yeah. That's you that's putting Heister? it mildly. <laughs> I'm having a problem with black people. It's like. Uh... I mean, I can say it, it's a problem with them that they're that our children are paying for, but it's ultimately yes a big problem with black people. And brown people, which they are putting in worse prison camps and uh, transgender ones are dying. And I'm sorry to take it down an even darker route, but what the fuck, America? <laughs> we should all just move to Canada. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure the indigenous I, culture might have something to say about that. <laughs> yeah. I, and their beer sucks, so yeah, might as well just stay here. At least we can drink through the problems. Sucks. Huh? Michelob Ultra? Michelob Ultra is shit. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? No, the, they have something called the Bat Blue. Uh, right. Uh, right. Yeah. It's not terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. It's, it's moose piss, and I won't drink it's it. It's awful. Oh, well. Yeah, it is. I'd rather have Foster's than that shit. Foster's is amazing. Ew, God, no. Maja, you're not allowed to pick your own beer anymore, well, man. No, he's not. So you can make responsible choices. No, he, he's totally not. <laughs> and I'll honestly, my favorite beer is Golden Monkey. So, I mean, if I get to choose, I'll choose that. But if a Labatt Blue is just around, I'm not going to not drink it. That is disgusting, and I'm judging you. Judging you. On another past episode, we talked about presidential 
Is this like Joe Biden's fourth time running for president? I think so. I think if you've lost once, you shouldn't be allowed to run again. You should just take that L. Well, no, you should. I mean, let's be fair. Give them, you know, their three strikes. We give everybody else in life three strikes. Black people don't get three strikes. strikes, (laughs) Good point. Good point. But we talked about how his son, Hunter, started dating his deceased brother, Bo's wife, Haley. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. And the plot thickens. Hunter was married at the time him and Bo's wife, Haley, started dating. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Him him and his wife, Kathleen, had been married since 1993 and had three kids. Whoops. When his brother, Bo, passed away in May of 2015, after living with brain cancer, which has to suck, I'm sorry, Hunter and Haley became a couple a year later. And oh him and his wife's divorce was finalized in 2017. Mm. Mm. Oh my god, that's that just fucked just, up. That is so fucked up. And, and you know, the, oh and you know, the wife has to be like, "Oh well, you know, he's just over there comforting, you know, the the sister-in-law. It's okay. No, that's not what he's doing." I'm thinking I mean, she probably saw it coming too, but mm. the Bidens are a powerful family. That yeah, you don't so cross. She, she can't really say too much. No, she just has to take it. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're all speculating, but still in all, it's a fucked up situation. Why not just invite her to live in like the guest room? So, you know, she's still there, but she's not like there legally. Oh, what the fuck are terrible. you even talking about? I don't is, know. I'm just like, I don't, well, look, I'm, I don't know. Just like... Wow. I want whatever you're smoking, because what the fuck? <laughs> I, I think I think he's saying that she could have just been the side chick while living in the house. No, just that, that I, is I, terrible. No, I thought because she was like just needed like companionship, so you move her in and like not get married to her, and you keep your marriage, and then that doesn't grow. Oh, oh. she needed companionship, all right, <laughs> and that's, she got it. But you know, like like I thought, yeah, I thought they just got you know after his brother died, she clanged on to him because it was his brother, and then she fell in love with the fact that you know you guys are almost the same person. And he was like, you know what, my wife, she's kind of cool, but you're you're the bee's knees. And then you know, but if you take that out of it, bring the wife in right away, like, hey, we can all be friends. There's a guest house. Take care of the kids. We're gonna go see a movie. I feel like that works. They would have been fornicating all over that woman's house. Like it was, if it was going to happen, it was going to happen no matter the circumstances. Bringing her into the house would have just meant that at some point they would have had sex in that poor woman's bed. Oh well, Marjay was trying mind. to make it a threesome. No, I was trying to be like that maid. <laughs> What's the the facts of life? It's not the facts of life. Um, <laughs> you know, Alice, Alf, 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 Alf. I don't think it's Alf. Are you even old enough to remember? Did they bring in Alf and like he helped around the house? Are, are you think, the alien? Are you thinking of? Yeah, he was an yeah. alien, not a second woman. Are you thinking of the nanny? Maybe, maybe the nanny. Maybe the nanny. I do get those confused. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Um, what? <laughs> what the hell? Wow! Like how? It's a similar plot. <laughs> Okay, but one they they is, both have New York accents. I don't know. <laughs> and there's a big difference, and the big difference is I would seriously bang Fran Drescher. But moving on, uh, 
Fran Drescher's hot. Yeah, but uh, in this context, Fran Drescher is his sister. Which I mean, he did eventually. Come on, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. I can't, I can't do that anymore. Uh, but he still does. <laughs> oh my God, Mache. Well, page six with the tabloid reports that uh, Hunter and Haley have now split. They split back in April. The speculation is it's that so Trump can't use their relationship as a weapon against Biden. Holy <laughs> shit. Good old Diamond Joe Biden. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. Diamond Joe Biden. God damn. Oh, my I, God. Do you want them to be together again, this though? Is, like, I don't... Do you feel like but that's... No, but this is this is just a whole ass mess, no matter which way you look at it. That's so slimy and, and politician of him. I, yeah. I, I, like, yeah. I, I respect it, and yet I'm disgusted by it at the same time. <laughs> I just want to know how that conversation went. Y'all, y'all got to stop. <laughs> y'all got to stop right now. <laughs> he probably told them to think about what was best for the entire family's future. He probably put that spin on it of, this is not just for me, this is for all of us, so I can continue to provide us with this lifestyle that we're used to. And, you know, add more whatever uh power and stuff dynamic back to the family he probably just spun it as this is what's best for everyone right now and hey after i win you guys can be together oh well to counter that theory hunter is also on the board of a bohai harvest rst According to the uh, reporting by The Intercept and summarized by Fox News, Hunter is on the board of directors for a company that has possibly been used to spy against and put Muslims in prison camps in China. Oh, Oh, that's dandy. Oh, Oh, my God. That's a... Wow. Yeah, he's also on the board of uh, Bersima Holdings, a Ukrainian gas company with shady dealings. So, Hunter got his own money. He doesn't need Joe's money. Hunter is pretty connected. But you think he's going to tell his dad no? Even if it's not related to the money, I'm pretty sure he'd still have to go along If with he it. really loved her, he would. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if I were... Or his name... No, if Hunter. I were, if I were Hunter, I would... You know, just use the company and be like, counteroffer, Dad. I got all the places that Trump has visited in the last six years. Why don't you use this against right. him? Because they've already used that against Trump and he won. Well, we need, like, proof of him coming out of, like... You want the P-tape? Yeah, I want the P-tape. <sighs> it's not like it would matter. I mean, uh, a freaking spy made it into Mar-a-Lago and was like, Inside, while there was having a party, that woman had a bunch of uh, malware on a thumb drive, and she was all the way in his resort before they caught him. Yeah, or caught her. So God knows what she would have done had she been able to access the computer. Yeah. Um, this whole administration has been a security nightmare. I I don't imagine he's using a second phone for his Twitter and his email and everything else. Oh no. He's probably doing the same thing that everyone was yelling at Hillary about for like what the last eight years. Yeah. But her emails, you know, yeah, it's not good. And people, people already know that Trump pays for sex. I mean, come on. It's not a secret. People already know he pays for sex. He pays to cover up the fact that he pays for sex. Nobody, it didn't stop any, anybody that was going to vote for him to vote. You know, they, it didn't make them not vote for him. 
And so, right. to bring up Trump's Twitter, did you guys see his tweet yesterday? No. Yes. No, Unf- I'm striving. Uh, apparently, according to Trump, Mars is a part of, I mean, the moon is a part of Mars. I saw this. I, I thought oh. it was a joke. I don't oh. think it's a joke anymore. <laughs> no, he does. Wait. Do I have to? He said. Let me uh, get my phone, go to it, and I'm going to read it. I can't do a Trump imitation. That's something I have not been able to master. How do these people keep supporting him? Oh, Cause my they, God. They... <laughs> he's, he's white. All right, here it is. Tweeted on June 7th, 2019 at one thirty-eight p.m. For all the money we're spending, NASA should not be talking about going to the moon. We did that 50 years ago. They should be focused on on the much bigger things we're doing, including Mars, of which the moon is a part. Defense and science. Oh. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. Is that where he's going to put his Space Force base? Jesus. <laughs> we, have, we have to invade Mars before the attack. It does seem like he's planning on invading Mars. I mean, wouldn't you... Why? We don't even oh, know God. what kind no, of resources they I have. I was planning on... I've seen War of the Worlds. I know what they're going to try to do to us. Exactly. Very bad. Very three-legged. <laughs> <laughs> no tripods. 2020. Guys, oh, <laughs> please tell me this is all like I'm in some kind of messed up coma and this is not real life right now. How did we go? Obama might not have been the best guy, but after eight years of Bush fumbling through speeches and such. It was nice to have a president that could, you know, speak English and put thoughts together. Um, and now we're, it, I just can't wrap my head around how we went from that to where we are right now to a president who thinks we need a space force and that Mars is part of the moon. Like, Why don't we need a space force? We don't have any space enemies. How do you know? <laughs> And I noticed that most of the white presidents, like in recent times, always go to space when they have nothing else to offer. Because <laughs> George W. Bush did the same thing. He was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to colonize Mars. Like, no, we're not, George. Come and on. Reagan wanted Star Wars. Right. Do you not? He wanted the Star Wars missile defense system, which oh my God. wouldn't have worked. Okay, when you said Reagan, I thought, you know, I was like, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Reagan wants the Star Wars. I was very confused, but you're correct. I do want the Star Wars. All right. Moving on to Trump supporters. Uh, The Daily Grind reports a former West Virginia official who lost her job in 2016 after referring to Michelle Obama as, quote, an ape in heels. Remember her? Uh, Well, remember how she lost her job for that, then eventually got it back? Yep. Well... She was recently sentenced to 10 months in federal prison and two months of house arrest for FEMA fraud. Yes. Oh, my God. That just made my dark little soul so happy. Thank you so much. I'm smiling (laughs) so big right now. (laughs) Yeah, she apparently embezzled $18,000 from FEMA, saying that her home was ruined, uh, destroyed in a natural disaster, which didn't happen. Oh what my god! Did she think nobody was going to look into that? Uh, apparently, yeah, they they gave her the money, and then eventually, learned she was nothing wrong with the house. She was still living there. Everything was fine. She, she was living her best life with eighteen thousand dollars. Oh my god! Why is she only getting ten months? Yeah, 
I don't know, but she's also been fined $10,000 in order to pay back every dime. So <laughs> she's almost, almost $30,000 in the hole and 10 months. Yeah, 10 months is not enough. But still. Do you really need us to explain to you why she's only getting 10 months? No, but <laughs> at least I would have liked to have seen her get perp walked. That would have been nice. I mean, at this point, we should just be happy that she's been prosecuted and is going to serve at least two months of that sentence. I guarantee you she's not going to do the whole 10. Damn it. I was all happy about it, too. But she probably won't. <laughs> no, I doubt it. All right. But but just know the food's going to be disgusting and there's probably going to be roaches and she's going to have to pee and take care of her womanly stuff with everybody, including guards looking at her. So there is that. And have you seen her? I think the guards are getting punished worth. She is. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about that stupid Game of Thrones petition during the last episode. Oh, yeah. I had those um, those legal issues to attend to. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to bring that up. Okay. Because everyone's dead, by the way. Everyone has been taken. Would you stop? Oh, my God. No, no, no. This is how we got in trouble. You guys got to help me. You got to help me. Woo. Get your shovels. I've got a bad shoulder and a bad back. Cool, you can navigate. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to sit. I got a bad back and allergies. <laughs> you can help rap. <laughs> um, well, the petition is now at over 1,600,000. It's hmm. a lot of people. Don't. That, that's ridiculous. What do they think is actually going to come of this? I don't know. But Marvel fans, not to be left out have started a petition to bring back Iron Man from the dead. Ugh. Bro, I hate people. Come on, Let's just come on y'all. Can we, can we unplug the country and then plug it back in? <laughs> <laughs> As of this morning, June 8th, it is at 54,377 signatures. I hate everything. Why? What? But Why? Why, though? They want more Iron Man. I don't. Oh, speaking of which, the Game of Thrones showrunners are still mm-hmm. working on that Confederate series. Really? Fuck yeah, them. it's IMDB and everything says it's still in the works. That's stupid. Why did I watch Game of Thrones? God yeah. damn it, flip a table for me. A, a world where <laughs> a world where um, the, the South won the Civil War. Yeah. Oh my God! Why that is not a thing that needs to. Oh my God! Yeah, somebody flip a table for me. Yeah. Hey yo yo yo! <laughs> my shit's as flimsy as it is, son. Why'd you do I, that? The, I think that was another reason why I didn't. I I immediately didn't trust them anyway. When I heard when we talked about that on the show, it was like, yeah, Game of Thrones is not going to end well. Yeah, yeah, this, no. this is the kind of shit they're pulling. Pretty much. So have y'all heard about Rodrigo Duterte? What'd he do now? That son of a bitch. Oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard and it. it. Suddenly, everything makes sense. Yep. It all makes sense now. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte has claimed that he was once gay but cured himself. That, yep, that makes a lot of goddamn <laughs> sense now. That's not how that works, though. It, it, well, you, you, I guess, you, yeah, well... According to uh, Rappler, and I read this report through Newsweek, uh, um, Duterte mocked his political opponent, excuse me, 
Senator Antonio Trelanes IV by saying his movements show he is a homosexual. Yeah. Duterte then confessed okay. that he was gay before he met his wife, Elizabeth Zimmerman, who was also Filipino. According to Duterte, good thing Trelanes and I are similar, but I cured myself. <laughs> when I began a relationship with Zimmerman, I said, this is it. I became a man again. Subsequently, he added, uh, Duterte is gay, so I am gay. I don't care if I'm gay or not. I have no idea what that uh, means. Yeah, that was all of it. Yeah, I don't. That's... So, like, does he think it was, like, some kind of medical illness that he could just take a couple pills, read the Bible, and suddenly, hallelujah, he's cured? Oh, my God. Isn't it kind of problematic yeah. to project homophobia as being in the closet and in denial, making you violent? Yeah. Yeah, that, absolutely. That, that's, kind of, that's kind of what um, people have talked about when they're talking about, like, you know, Republicans that are so anti-gay and then immediately say it's like, oh, that guy's in the closet. And it's like, we shouldn't project that onto people that are clearly like just vile and nasty because it's saying how someone feels about gay people in general. Yeah. That it, it's not. I honestly, I assume that the guy, because this is 2019, there was a chance that he was actually gay. And I'm thinking, okay, why is that a thing that matters? All it means is that he isn't going to marry a woman. I don't see what that has anything to do with his ability to run the country. Mm. But then again, I keep forgetting that not everybody in the world has that same open mind. And it just blows my mind that we're here, you know, in 2019 and this is still an issue. It's just crazy. Well, Duterte has kind of flip-flopped on LBGT rights in the Philippines. At first, he was all for same-sex marriages. He later switched to being in favor of same-sex unions. Um, He's kind of iffy on it, but he is kind of, in a fucked-up way, progressive towards it, considering the Philippines is a Catholic country. And, of course, he's at his... Oh, he's at war with the bishops. He has called them all a bunch of homosexuals and said that they should be allowed to be marry men and be happy so yeah so yeah he didn't pro- basically that was him saying they're pedophiles because they're gay and that's the same thing and that's wrong Duterte you idiot right it's like he's just the worst just, motherfucker on the planet yeah, ain't he that, that he, he's just wow. confused yeah. and, and fucked up yeah cause that doesn't make any sense why would he on one hand uh, vilify homophobia but on the other hand um almost defended at sometimes. I think he probably really in all honesty needs some good deep therapy and like a hug. All right, moving along to another follow-up story about the oldest woman in the world. We talked about the Russian born Koku Istambulova. Wait, is this the one who hated life? Yes. Ah. Yes. She had said that she had never known a moment of happiness her entire existence. Of 129 years. Now, That's really it was sad. from a passport that says she was Oh my God. this person. So it was kind of, and, and documents were kind of iffy back in 1889 and so forth. The thing is, she passed away recently. 
in January of this year. Oh. Though she did remember a happy moment in her life during one of her final interviews. Oh. They asked her again if she was ever happy. She said, you're asking if I had a single day of happiness in my life. It was the day when I first entered my house. It was small and I stoked the stove with wood. It was my home. I built it myself. The best house in the world. I lived there for 60 years. That was the day she felt happiness. Oh, mm. But you know what? Now that I think about it, it's not so sad that she's gone. If she really had that miserable of a life and didn't want to be here anymore, I would think that living 129 years being absolutely miserable, she deserves to be released from that. You know, so may she rest in peace. She was around 54 at the time of final, of getting her house and like mixing the soil. And we mentioned how she loved being in her garden. But yeah, it was soon after she got the house that the Chechens arrived and the sad time started God again. damn Chechens. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the Chechens are... The, the, the Chechens are people that scare like yeah. Russians in general. They're just like... When when other when Russians are like, yeah, those people are crazy, you know they're fucked up. There's an issue, yeah. For sure. Well, we hope that she's finally found peace and happiness tending her garden in the sky. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to be sweet. Don't take that away from him. I'm taking it away from him. I can't yeah. see because you guys didn't turn on your cameras, so I'm just Good. sitting here staring the, the, at myself. Oh, I, I thought the camera was on, but uh, mm-hmm. okay. Also, this room is very dark. You wouldn't be able to see us anyway. And he doesn't have on pants either. Nope. A Louisiana principal resigns after being arrested at a strip club while on a school field trip. <laughs> How is that yes, the story, the story is insane. The story is crazy. <laughs> This, oh, it's the, the field trip wasn't at the uh, strip club, was it? No, no. no. So no. Yeah, it was just him like dropping the kids off at the museum, then going to the strip club, get some wings and some boobies. I'm cool with it. <laughs> well, not quite. Holy, Fa- Holy Family Principal Michael Camo was arrested on Thursday, May 30th in a Washington, D.C. strip club. According to police reports, the officers responded to the Archibald Gentleman Club in D.C., for an intoxicated man refusing to pay his bill. (laughs) Kamau allegedly, quote, was observed standing in the roadway, refusing to move, according to the police report. It went on to say that officers asked Kamau multiple times to move out of the roadway, but he still refused. Uh, he was arrested for public intoxication and possession of an open container of alcohol. So he was outside wilding. <laughs> Numerous I mean, sources told uh, Nine News investigators Kamal had a service dog with him at the bar. Yes, that was the part that had me like, what? <laughs> On top of everything else, you brought your service animal with you to the to the strip club? Obviously, that's how you get half off drinks. He he knew he was about to get <laughs> What? <laughs> That's why he didn't pay half off. Because he thought, yeah, obviously they have a deal going on. If you bring a puppy, you get to see puppies. (laughs) (laughs) The Catholic school principal 
also worked as a part-time reserve police officer for the Brusley Police Department. Oh, he resigned via, via text message that month, that Friday. Oh shit! Because <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, he woke up like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not going. Uh, yeah, I quit. Uh, the, skull face emoji. Skull face emoji. Skull face emoji. Um, <laughs> he submitted his resignation as the principal uh, soon afterwards. <laughs> I, oh man, it's not bad. I, if your principal got caught doing this, would you be like, that's a bad principal? I'd be like, you just cheap. <laughs> uh, he was on a uh, field trip with 7th and 8th graders to Washington, D.C. from Louisiana. So he went to an expensive trip. I'm not mad at the man. And they're also 8th graders. They can take care of themselves. Maisha, he's a Catholic school principal. Yeah. Oh, You're not okay. supposed to be in strip clubs if you're a Catholic. That's a no-no. He, I guess you're right. I was thinking about CPS. He knew he was about to get fucked up. That's why he brought the service dog. <laughs> he knew it. He knew going in. He, Yeah, he was hoping the dog would get him back to the hotel safely in one piece. I blame on the dog, too. I would blame on the dog. <laughs> Not on the man who got drunk and took his service dog to the strip club while he was supposed to be chaperoning kids. You're you're not going to blame him. I would play blind and be like, the dog took me here, officer. I know not what I do. <laughs> the dog made all the bad decisions that I'm, that I'm being blamed for. Isn't that the son the of son Sam? Of Sam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. The son of Sam strikes again, this time a lot more milder. <laughs> Back in 2017 on our 17th episode, Heavily Soiled. Was that two years I'm sorry, that was, about, that was two years ago? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah, almost a year. Yeah, yeah. I'm approaching the two-year mark. We talked about sex robot named Samantha. Oh, Samantha was created by engineer Sergey Santos of Barcelona, Spain, and is programmed with artificial intelligence so that it responds to gentle seduction and gets more aroused when she's, quote, romanced. Oh, but at the arts, <laughs> but at the Arts Electronica Festival in Linz, Austria, Samantha was treated roughly by festival goers. Oh no! Sergey told the Metro UK that, quote, the people mounted Samantha's breast, her legs, and arms. Two fingers were broken, and she was heavily soiled. Oh God! People can be bad oh, because they don't understand the technology. Oh God! <laughs> heavily fucking. Soiled, oh, God. yeah, not just slightly soiled, but have like, he was in there cleaning for a while. Like, he, oh, God. he was amazing. Wasn't about, she pretty much depressed after that? Didn't do. she say something that made it sound like she was depressed? No, um, when asked how she was after the poor treatment, she says, I'm fine. That that doesn't sound okay. I'm, I'm reading between the lines, she was not fine. Okay, as as the woman well, in the room, let me just tell you that I don't care if she's a computer or not. When we say I'm fine or it's fine, you need to run, go get the woman's favorite chocolate, get her some wine, and come back with some food because she is not fine. It's not fine, and you're going to end up in a hole in the desert. Usually. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. So, <laughs> so basically, the robot revolution is going to start from... Mistreat, mistreated sex robots. Yeah. I'm with it. That's how it always starts. I, for one, welcome our sex robot overlords. <laughs> I don't want to end up two... like a character casino. <laughs> I don't want to be in a hole in the desert. Um, th- <laughs> you guys, did anyone ever watch Westworld? Because this could end very badly. You see what happened when those robots had enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, we're jumping to 2019. Samantha has been upgraded. According to Geek.com, Samantha has been given the power to say no. Oh. Not like it's okay. going to do her any good. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. At, and it was demonstrated by a panel of, quote, experts at the Life Science Center in England. She listened, talked, set the mood, and ultimately whipped the users into frenzy. So she's mastering the art of seduction. Yeah. But now, if you treat her in a way she doesn't like, she completely shuts down. Oh. Mm. Oh. Okay. That's not going to... I'm okay with that. That's, that's kind of... I mean... Yeah. yeah. Like, does it like... I'm worried now. Does it like the vagina like just turn off? <laughs> it seals her, shut her. in a just world, you know. But that's probably not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Who knows? It comes with like a back well, cave door? Yes, that would be amazing. You know? Okay. Yeah, but it, it goes from her being responsive and making sounds and everything to just being a regular mannequin. Yeah. I mean, that would... So it's... Yeah. That wouldn't stop a lot of you people. You know what? That won't stop no. a lot of people. Yeah. I feel like just, that's going to make know, Brock... things worse. Yeah, yeah. Just throwing it out there. Brock Turner. Yeah. I'm thinking Samantha needs uh, defensive mechanisms like spikes and so forth. Mm-hmm. Oh, like those. I'm going to find this dude and email him. <laughs> <laughs> we need to weaponize. She needs to be weaponized. You know what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> They actually came up with something like that for real women. Um, I forget. I think it mm-hmm. might have been in Africa. Yeah, it's like a the female condom that has the spikes on the inside. Razor blades on the insides? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It can have inj- injectable razor blades. Or it can have syringes that inject your penis with things. <laughs> like what, my say? Oh, no. I, I don't know. Nanobots? Nanobots? Is that a thing? Do we have that now? For I, the technology? I don't know. Do we, Elliot? Do we have that? Raccoon dogs that terrorize an English town have been captured. Oh, I read that story. Inside Edition reports that the residents of Nottinghamshire, England, if that's not the most English name ever, <laughs> Nottinghamshire, you are just, I don't even believe this story is real anymore. <laughs> They're being terrorized by two raccoon dogs who escaped their enclosures. The two dogs went missing from the enclosure and wrecked havoc throughout the citizens of the English town. Officers were called to a home after residents reportedly had a two-hour standoff with one of the animals. Mandy Marsh, age 53, and her husband, 54-year-old Dale, were awoken to in the early morning hours to a blood-curdling scream. As Dale rushed to see what was happening outside the house, his wife said he spotted the creature trying to attack their pony and goat. Oh, no. It's terrible. The goat is okay, but the pony, no. No, Um, Why do you have... I listened to that podcast, by the way. What is your problem with goats? You're trying to fight goats, and I don't understand if they ever did wrong to you. I don't know. I don't remember. Um... (laughs) I do know I have had goat before in a burrito and it tastes delicious. So it now I'm pro is. goat. Yes, no, that's my favorite burrito. Honestly, I lo- I wish I could find him around here. I'd be so happy. Pro goat. Hell yeah. Well, he went outside, saw what was happening, went and got his wife and was like, you need to see this. They went back to see the pony trying to protect the goat from the raccoon oh. dog. Oh, man. Pro pony. 
Oh, good pony. <laughs> Both animals have been retrieved and returned back to their uh, enclosure. This is a happy story. Raccoon dog. Happy story. The, re- the raccoon dog is native to Eastern Asia. They are com- now common in European countries and have been accidentally released into the wild. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, it, another case of taking an animal to a different environment and them taking over. Uh, yeah, we need to stop doing that. Like, really stop doing that. It, the Simpsons told us. They did. They did. <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy to me that shows like uh, The Simpsons and as crude and problematic as it is South Park often highlight serious issues in our society that people know are a problem and they laugh at it because it's put in a funny way. But it's it's a little nuts to me that we've gotten to the point in our country where more people actually look to South Park to test yeah. the waters for how they should feel about certain things yeah. going on in the country than they do to the actual news. Well, South Park is animated. That's why. If the news is animated and it comes at me, I'd watch it more. <sighs> really? Might be under hey, what if you there. Go, Wake up, motherfucker. It's 7 motherfucking 30 in the morning and your commute's about to be a bitch. I don't know if I disagree with that. I think I would enjoy that. President Trump did some stupid ass shit this morning. Like... This what this motherfucker did. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we... We you need know, to do we that. Should, we okay. should do that. We've been thinking about oh what to God, do on a YouTube great. channel. Okay. Well, there you go. The motherfucking news. The motherfucking news. <laughs> Motherfucking right. news, hell yeah. A man allegedly caught twice masturbating in a Culver's parking lot to its employees. Wait, what? Well, why, call, <laughs> what why Culver's? Wait, is that the butter? Oh my god. Wait, guys, it is that the place with burgers. the butter buns or the butter burgers? Yes, the butter buns, yes. Oh, he just wanted to help out. <laughs> oh, 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 You nasty. W-I-S-U reports. <laughs> Wizen. Wizen, yes, Wizen report. <laughs> a Fort Atkinson man is accused of masturbating in his car in view of two teenage Culver employees. Uh, oh, now that's just nasty. Uh, he needs his ass <laughs> How quickly a story could go horribly wrong. Uh. According to the criminal complaint, Lee Holtgrieve, age 49, was caught fondling himself twice in one week at a Waukesha Culver's <laughs> in Wisconsin. Hmm. At 5 p.m. Monday, a Culver's employee told her manager that Culver's exposed himself to her and as she was delivering food to a car at the drive-thru window. Oh, hell no. Uh, then he it happened again on Tuesday. Oh, my God. He initially denied having masturbated in public, but officers said he ultimately admitted to the crime, stating he, quote, probably wanted to be caught. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he now faces up a $20,000 fine and up to 15 years in prison if convicted. Yeah. That's but yikes. This is why you, you know, don't drink off in a Culver's parking lot. Uh, and or any parking the part lot. Is, without some intense therapy, which he probably will, they'll probably try to give him, he's just going to do the same, same damn thing when he gets out, probably at that same Culver's, believe it or not. That's how they operate, man. He'll go back there. Uh, I promise you. Yeah. And being that this is his second offense, he shall be gone for a very long time. Do they have free strike laws in other states? I know where I'm from in California, it's a thing, but I'm not aware of them having anything like that anywhere else. Do they have that 
in uh, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, they have three strikes. I think, yes, they do in other places. I think here too, but this was his second offense with. Oh, so he's going to jail, jail. Yeah, uh, yeah. of the similar nature. Yeah, he's going to jail. Mm. Yeah, I hope he's that whole story out. It wasn't bad. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't bad. All right. We're going to end it with birds getting high off cocaine. Wait, what? What? I need to hear this. This is in Florida, I, isn't it? I, 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 I think I can figure it out. Is it Have the fish? Been... Is it the fish? Yeah, no, no it's not. The, it's not the shrimp with filled oh. with cocaine. Because I'm like, we we've lost pains of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as soon as my word uh, opens up, there, here we go. <laughs> and that's the wrong one. Ain't that a bitch? It happens. Hmm. So about this cocaine. Stop. <laughs> Just stop right now. Remember we were gonna. No, we, we were can't never going any to. We more bail money. We, d- we don't have bail money. You're going to have to knock that, that off. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, shit. I lost the article. Well, make it up. I'm sorry. Oh. I, I missaved it. I think I missaved it twice. No. Oh, no. I'm just well, going to We're going off memory. Getting high on cocaine. In <laughs> India, opium uh, growers face a problem of flocks of parrots flying in and eating up their products. Wow. <laughs> that's that's fucking great. <laughs> Give me a quick minute because I need to now pull up the damn oh, article. Man. I need to find this. Yeah, like, I'm like, what happened? Does, it, does anyone die? I don't think so. That'd be awesome, though. <laughs> Wait a second. So people dying is awesome? See. People getting attacked by coked up parrots. It's fucking funny. Oh, no, no. That would Have be Have you ever awesome. seen a video of the young um, lady that trained her little parrot to attack people on command? Yes. What? When she screams. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I love that kid. I wish I had thought of that as a child. Attack parrots? Yes. Yes. You know what? I don't need to look up the article anymore. She, like, screams. This is how we're going to take over the world. Hear me out. Hear me out. We will now have an army of trained attack parrots ferrets and what can we get to control the waterways children no <laughs> no uh dolphins dolphins you hate dolphins dolphins are evil anyway whales? so whales 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 kangaroos whales whales no dolphins we'll just Elliot them... hates dolphins i hate dolphins well he they says are they're kind of rapey they are very rapey but they're yeah, also very kind of my oh, ass no i got it i got it um cthulhu cephal- no cephalopods like squids they're highly into or octopus are highly intelligent yeah you Either can train or. them. Yeah. Octopus will have an army of octopi. No. Octopi. I figured it out. What? I figured it out. What? You found the article? Guppies. What? Armies of guppies. Guppy- gu- guppies? Like? Yes. Why? Because they can swim in the uh, people's ears and take over their minds. And then we can destroy the world. Or we can use bull sharks because they can swim in both seawater and freshwater. Just remember that next time you're in the river. Um, I forgot you were a big shark aficionado, and now we have to <laughs> go out and capture sharks. What? Yeah, bull sharks actually routinely yeah, swim up the Illinois and Mississippi rivers um, because it's a safe place for the baby bull sharks to be away from the um, predators of the ocean. Well, so never going in the water ever again. That. 
Um, um, but they're little. Does, they're little. The most they could do is take off a toe. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I don't. I don't need to go in the water. I'm good. And this is why black people don't swim. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Villains podcast. Sharks, sharks, and mammoths. Irrational childhood fear. A shark in a swimming pool. <laughs> this has been episode fifty. Uh, we're about to start a whole media blitz and try to. Uh, I think we got the formula down right now after 50, episodes, 50 plus episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Majay, do you want to finish uh, watching all of uh, When They See Us and do a special episode of Just Me and You on it? Uh, yeah. It's just rough. To no, 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 no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look up the careers of all the people responsible for fucking those kids up to see how yeah. their careers are because we know how Linda Ferenstein yeah, how her careers yeah. but I also want to know about the lady who uh, tried them I want to know about the cops that all got the collars for them I want all, I want to know what happened to all them motherfuckers because they're all and I want to help shit. put their names out there so all of their careers could get they could lose everything okay I'm with it I just gotta watch it or you just tell me because I know collars collars you say yeah the, who got the arrest I thought you meant they put collars on the children. Thanks yeah. for listening. Peace and be safe. They're not mutants. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. <laughs> it's not, it's not <laughs> oh my god.